The Enduring Myth of the Alpha Male, December 4th, 2022. I learned something fascinating recently. The idea male and female wolves compete to become dominant within packs is inaccurate. This competition only occurs in zoos and not in the wild. In 1944, Rudolf Schenkel, a biologist, first observed this behavior of vying for dominance in wolves at a German zoo. But in the subsequent years, David Meech studied wolves in the Arctic and found wolf packs are families. In other words, the alpha male is the dad and the alpha female is the mom. The rest of the pack follows their lead because they're the offspring, not because they fought a battle and lost. While I find this tidbit interesting, what intrigues me more is why the idea of the alpha male and alpha female continues to percolate in our society. I think it's because we want to use nature as an excuse for why we do the things we do, and in a patriarchal, capitalistic society, an alpha is paramount. In a patriarchal society, men and so-called masculine traits are at the top of the hierarchy. Under patriarchy, we value strength, power, and force. The strongest, most powerful, are lauded, and anyone or anything considered weak and feeble is disparaged. Men are at the top of the ladder, and women are at the bottom. But it's a continuum, so while men who are perceived as more feminine are looked down upon, they are still above women in the power structure. Through that lens, of course the idea of an alpha male is appealing, because an alpha male is the epitome of what we praise under patriarchy. Capitalism feeds into the idea of the alpha, because under capitalism, there's the idea only one person can be in charge. Capitalism operates under a scarcity model. If there's more for you, there's less for me. That applies to not only money, but power, resources, you name it. We try to point to nature to say, see, what we're doing is only natural. But over and over again, nature shows us collaboration is the name of the game. For instance, neighboring trees help each other through their root systems, either directly by intertwining their roots, or indirectly by growing fungal networks around the roots that serve as a sort of extended nervous system. German forester Peter Wolleben said, if every tree were looking out only for itself, then quite a few of them would never reach old age. Also, bonobo females make lasting friendships and don't tolerate aggressive males. The friendliest bonobos are always the ones with the most offspring. Ants and bees work together to make colonies and hives. I could keep going because examples of collaboration are endless. Instead of saying what we humans are doing is natural, it's time to recognize we're the anomaly. If we want to thrive as a species, we must cooperate with one another. To quote my spiritual teacher, only the cooperative system can ensure the healthy, integrated progress of humanity and establish complete and everlasting unity 
among the human race. People should work to enjoy sweeter fruits by establishing the cooperative system. Let's enjoy those sweet fruits and start by retiring the mode of living like an alpha. Instead, let's continue to take our cues from wolves and live like a universal family. I dream of a world we recognize the idea of an alpha male and an alpha female has outlived its usefulness. A world we understand nature shows us over and over again that to survive and thrive, we're better off cooperating with one another. A world where we continue cooperating because we care about the progress of ourselves and the rest of humanity. Another world is not only possible, it's probable.